Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Oh! Okay, and welcome back to the Cooperative Radio Show. Tonight we have a special guest for you, Travis Truitt. Uh, Tyler Truitt. I want to say Travis all the time. Tyler is a Marine Corps veteran, five years active duty, who moved to Huntsville, Alabama to live the American dream of self-reliance. He fought for his country only to come home and enter into another battle. Who do you think he's fighting? Well, let's find out. Tyler, you're there. Oh, I'm here, Brian. Thank you for having me. Oh, great. So why don't you uh, start off explaining to folks uh, how this happened? Uh... Well, um, it started off, I, I moved back from California, and I kind of had this this plan that when I came back, I wanted to have somewhere to live that would be uh, basically 100% paid for and self-sustaining. Uh, that way I wouldn't have any, uh, I didn't want to have any debt and I didn't want to, I wanted to minimize uh, all my monthly bills as much as possible. Sure. So I found uh, I found a piece of property in the city, which I liked. It's a little bit over two acres, kind of in a secluded area, surrounded mostly by trees and you can't really see any other uh, houses or adjacent properties uh, from from where I'm at, and so I thought, well, that would be good. It's it's in the city, but it's still got a lot of seclusion. So I went ahead, I bought that, uh, paid for it in cash, and then I proceeded to find me a, a mobile home or a manufactured home to to move out here. And so that whole process took, you know, a couple months or whatever. Uh, Probably about the end of November or middle of November, I moved the house out here, started working on it. Really, first of the year is when we moved in. I got all my utilities and stuff set up, my off-grid utilities, that is. And uh, that's when I kind of started hearing from the city. They started leaving us notices basically saying, um, hey, you need to move your house or else, pretty much. And so I went and I tried talking to these people to find out, uh, what was going on, and they kept telling me, "Well, you can't have a you can't have a trailer. What, what they call a trailer, or a mobile home, uh, inside the city limits." And I said, "Well, why?" And uh, no one could tell me why. They couldn't even tell me what the ordinance was that said that. So I had to actually go look it up and find it myself. And before I had moved the house here, I read the city zoning ordinance. Uh, for our for our zone, which is, which is residential 2B. And our usage of the property, as far as I understood, is consistent with zoning as a single-family dwelling. It doesn't say anything about um, mobile homes or trailers or anything like that. It just talks about, you know, single and dual and multiple-family dwellings and things like that. 
So there's actually a little one little sentence uh, all the way in the back of the zoning ordinance filed under miscellaneous. So you'd have to read through the whole like 400 and something pages of, of ordinances to even find this. But it's in there. It says that no trailers are allowed within city limits except in designated trailer parks. So I, I proceeded to ask, well, you know, what is the purpose of this ordinance? And of course, no one could tell me. I talked to planning, zoning, uh, inspections, engineering, community development. Uh, I even went and talked to the city council. No one could give me any uh, kind of reason or rationale as for what the purpose this ordinance was. And I said, well, if you can't give me any uh, purpose for the ordinance, I'm going to consider it to be an unjust, uh, arbitrary, and capricious ordinance, and therefore unconstitutional. And, uh, you know, some time kind of went by for like a month or so. I didn't really hear anything from them. I thought, well, maybe that, you know, maybe that did it. Maybe that shut them up. And that's when they actually came out here to uh, to give a, issue a, a citation for the zoning ordinance, which basically reads, um, Mr. Truett was parking a trailer in a restricted area. So it literally reads just like a parking citation. And then after that, I said, well, you know, you, you guys uh, issued the citation. You did what you came here to do, so you need to leave now. But they said, no, we're not going to leave. We're calling community development to come out here and condemn this place. And you guys are going to be leaving here today or you'll be arrested. And I said, well, condemn it for what? So the guy came out here. And uh, he put a big yellow sticker on the house that said this property has been condemned for unsafe conditions and it shall be unlawful to occupy uh, this residence. And I asked him, I said, well, condemned for what? He said unsafe conditions because you don't have uh, utilities hooked up to it. And I tried to explain to him, well, I do have utilities. We have, we have our solar panels. We have rainwater. We use composting. Uh, we have all of our off-grid amenities set up. And they basically said, no, that's not good enough. It has to be city utilities. Therefore, it's unsafe. And uh, they threatened to arrest us if we didn't leave. They said they would arrest us for trespassing, even though I own the property. Uh, but we pretty much just called their bluff on that because uh, I didn't figure they really would have anything to hold us on, even if they did arrest us. Because, I mean, how are you going to arrest me for trespassing on my property? It just their arguments just don't really make sense. And so we started the appeals process to try and appeal that condemnation. And, of course, that appeal was denied. And, uh, again, they just kept on saying, well, it's, it's unsafe. I said, well, where is, uh, where is there any type of ordinance that says we're not allowed to have off-grid uh, power? And, of course, no one can show me one because I don't think there is one. What they said was, well, that's not a uh, that's not an approved source of power. It's not an approved source of water. It's not an approved source of sanitation. I said, well, what does that mean, an approved source? And they said, well, approved means whatever we say it means, and we say that it means city utilities. So that was pretty much their answer to that. I don't get this. I'll start from the beginning. Was this a mobile home? Did it have wheels on it in a trailer? It and uh, behind the truck, or was it a manufactured home that came in? 
it is a manufactured home as defined by uh, state law, what most people will consider a mobile home. I think there's a big distinction between a, a trailer and a mobile home because their ordinance doesn't actually define the term trailer. The only definition I could find for trailer is in the um, motor vehicle section of the state code, which defines a trailer to be just what you would think of. It could be a, a boat trailer, a utility trailer, tractor trailer, etc. Um, our house, when they put it in place, yeah, they bring it here on wheels, but when they put it in place, they actually take the wheels and the axles off of it. And so it really ceases to become uh, what you think of as a trailer. It's just a, uh, it's just a home. I mean, a modular home, which they say is legal, uh, gets here the same way. It has to come on wheels, and then uh, they take it off of the wheels, and they they put it down on the, and attach it to the ground. Well, that's the same right. way our house is. Our house wasn't designed for transport for transporting uh, persons or property. It was designed for being uh, put in a place and left there for a long period of time. I mean, I would call it, you know, a mobile home, if you want to call it that, or a manufactured home. I think their designation uh, for it as a trailer is really not accurate because if your ordinance uh, prohibits all trailers, well, wouldn't that prohibit, uh, you know, somebody from parking their boat trailer or their utility trailer inside the city also? Because how are you distinguishing the difference? Yeah, well, it sounds like they've, they've kind of policied themselves into a corner where, they have a, a desire for a ban on something, but they don't actually have the statute to back it up, <clears throat> and that's good. It seems like they're never going to have. They're just going to keep throwing something else at you until you get tired of it, I think. I think they just figure they'll wear you down. Uh, well, yeah, pretty I, much. I, I, I lived in a mobile home. I, I, when I was down in Florida, I had five acres, and uh, I had a mobile home up on blocks tied to the ground. You know, the trailer, the hitch was cut off, and the axles and wheels were gone, and that was my home. No one gave me any grief about it. I, I can't believe Alabama's like this. I, I've never pictured Alabama to be like this. I think you know everything's pretty, and Alabama is pretty, you know, go along, get along, relax, take it easy. Um, <laughs> they seem, they seem like they're transplants trying to do something. Now you, well, you most are over. States, but you, are, uh, you know, it, Huntsville is kind of peculiar to the rest of the state because Huntsville really thrives off of Redstone Arsenal, which you have the Army base, which is a big research facility for the Army, and they also have Marshall Space Flight Center, which is a division of NASA on the base. So a lot of the people that live in this city are actually not from here, and they kind of brought their outside politics and their outside thinkings on things uh from different parts of the country into this city. So it's kind of, Huntsville is kind of a peculiarity as far as the rest of the state is concerned. Okay, now, where did you, uh, and, uh, tell people a little Well, uh, when I served in the Marine Corps, I was a, a calibration tech um, for the air wing, so we mostly just worked on uh, electronics, uh, and I spent about five years, um, or most of my most of my career in California, Camp Pendleton, and I did one tour in Afghanistan in 2010. Uh, 
But yeah, mostly most of the time we was out in California, and the cost of housing out there was so just outrageous, uh, or what I thought was outrageous anyway. They kind of inspired me to want to have this uh, debt-free uh, lifestyle when I came back here. It, it, we live like that too, so I understand. Um, now, this, how long has this fight been going on with uh, town council or whoever's giving you grief? Really, since the kind of since the first of the year, we start you know started hearing from them, or really about like February maybe. But they didn't actually issue the citation. Was it was on April first, I think, and we went to our first court date. Uh, with the city, which was a complete joke, because they knew, I mean, you know, I pled not guilty, and we went to trial, and they knew, if, you know, before we even walked in there, what the outcome was going to be. They weren't going to give us any chance to make our case, or give our arguments, or present our evidence. They pretty much just said, you know, overruled everything I tried to try to say, and uh, they acted like they were in as much of a hurry as they could be, just to shut me up, and get us out of there, and say guilty, and go home for lunch because they already knew that's what the outcome was going to be. So we appealed that decision um, to the circuit court, and we're still waiting to hear back from the circuit court as for when our new trial date is going to be because I uh, applied for a trial de novo, which gives us a complete new trial at the state level or the circuit court level, and I reserve my right for a trial by jury. so of course that's going to be a lot of work for them as well to get all that together. So who you know who knows what's going to happen? I think they're kind of waiting around to, to even, or the city is waiting around to even submit our appeal up because I haven't. I would have thought we would have heard something back from them by now, but we haven't yet. So and in the meantime, we have our other uh, court case which is coming up in the city. The first one was for the zoning ordinance violation. The second one is for the community community development uh, condemnation of our house, where they're saying that we're have living in unsafe conditions, and that one's kind of kind of weird too, because on the citation they issued us, they wrote down all this stuff, and it took them like two pages of stuff to write down that they say that we're doing wrong by not having our utilities hooked up, but they didn't cite any ordinances that we're violating, so it's kind of weird. Uh, the the one thing that they cited was a section of the code. Uh, 7-357, I believe. And if you go and look that up and read it, it talks about failure to comply with an official notice, but yet it didn't say uh, what ordinances we were violating initially to begin with. So it's kind of like them saying, well, you're under arrest for resisting arrest. It's a circular argument. It doesn't really make any sense. It, it Well, it sounds like... They just, they have an attitude about mobile homes to begin with, and they don't care if it was set up properly, like a house or not. Um, and I think they just I, I think they just have a it's not like they just have a bias towards it. Did one of the neighbors complain or so? I don't think so. I mean, none of the neighbors can even see us. We know most of our neighbors around here, so they they won't tell me who complained. You know, and to me, I I feel like. Uh, you know, do we not have the right to face our accuser if we're, uh, you know, harming someone else? Because the city claims that, you know, if you ask, well, who is the victim here? The city will say, oh, well, the city is the victim. Okay. Well, can the city of Huntsville please uh, step forward and explain what damages uh, they have incurred by us being here? 
So, I mean, really, it goes back to the whole thing, me asking what, what's the purpose of the ordinance. I interpret their purpose to be uh, economic discrimination because you're taking a major uh, affordable housing option away from people that, you know, if you own property, uh, they don't want you to be able to use it unless you're building a brand new quarter of a million dollar house on it. You know, they would rather uh, people just be relegated to renting from someone else or or either paying to build a brand new house or buying a house from a uh, real estate company and you have to get a huge mortgage or a loan to do that. They don't want people being financially independent this way. It's, it seems so. And uh, I understand there, I would understand their attitude that, that everybody in the city has to hook up to city, city utilities. Uh, if there's a, a law that states so, like they were going to do need to hook up to sewer if they ran the sewer lines through the county and sewer. <laughs> and I had to know, well, you, you come here, I'm, I'm going to be carrying a shotgun. And you're not putting pipe in my ground. And, uh, well, something fell apart. There was a bunch of us that had the same attitude, like, I wish before you could make me pay to hook up to something I don't want. Uh, so I think actually there seems to be this disease that travels around and the municipality wants to behave like every other municipality. And I think that's where they, they got this idea from. But it sounds to me like there's nothing in the law. They've just decided that they don't allow it. And I don't know how this is going to turn out in court, unfortunately, because you know, we, we live in judicial uh, Tyler, I'm sorry to say. I have no idea if the judge is going to follow the law or not, because, well, you know, oh, there's too many judges. Think about that. Have you thought about um, registration? Uh, could they change your designation, increase your property taxes, and really tax you on your properties? Well, you know, we're... I went down to the uh, county tax assessor and paid all the property taxes and informed them that the house was here. You know, they adjusted our property taxes accordingly, and then they actually issued us our sticker, our decal to go on the house and everything. So uh, according to the county, everything is fine. It's just the city that's making a big problem with it. As far as the county and the state is concerned, um, you know, we're good to go. It's the It's the city that's making this big deal. And a lot of people will say, well, you know, why don't you just get your utilities hooked up and then you just don't use them or whatever. Well, the city actually declined to hook up our utilities. Um, I was planning to use off-grid power anyway, but, um, you know, even if I wanted to get the utilities hooked up, they wouldn't allow it because of the fact that it's a mobile home or, at, you know, as they say, a trailer, not allowed. Um, so they won't even issue us any permit. So they're going to come and say, "Well, you don't have a you don't have a permit for this. Uh, you don't have a permit for that. You're not hooked up to your utilities." Well, so they're going to tell you first of all, they're going to decline to hook up your utilities. They're going to decline to issue you any building permits or any uh, electrical permits or anything like that. But and then they're going to cite you for not issuing you the permits. So you're it's really stuck in a. Um, Kind of a a do loop. You can't you can't comply with what they're wanting you to do because of all these different things. So it's it's really an impossible situation to try and navigate through. 
because you're always going to end up going back to them saying, well, you know, it's a it's a trailer. You're not allowed to be here. It's kind of really the basis of the whole thing. Uh, and, you know, as far as them saying that we have to be hooked up to the, the city utilities, I mean, that kind of is a separate fight, but they the root of it all was them saying that it was a trailer. And I think I think the reason they came out here and condemned the house was in retaliation for me not moving our house because they kind of thought, well, you know, they sent me a notice and they said, we're going to tell has got to move. He'll probably just, uh, you know, be a good little citizen and move like everyone else does because uh, they think that everyone's just going to be intimidated from them and just back down. And I pretty much said, um, no, no thanks. My property, I'll, I'll live here if I want to. And uh, so then they thought, well, we just won't hook this guy's utilities up, and that'll get rid of him. Uh, but they didn't realize I was planning to make something off grid anyway. So then they were starting to get frustrated because that didn't get rid of him either. So then they came out here, and they tried to intimidate us and use force and you know, pointed their guns at us and stuff and said, uh, Here's this citation. You're going to be arrested if you don't if you don't leave. And I kind of again said, well, fine, arrest me then. You know, if you think you can. And that didn't get rid of us either. So now they're just kind of they're grasping at straws basically because they they want to feel like they're right, even though uh, really all of their legal arguments are very weak to begin with, and they're kind of I guess feeling powerless because they can't can't get rid of us uh, because I keep saying, well, you know what? We have a right to be here. If you think, if you think we don't have a right to be here, then prove it, and they can't. Well, you know, I, I, I had to get this message out because there's a whole land uh, grip uh, going on across, and the funding for, for a vote, by the way. So we're going to try and highlight all of these kinds of abuses around the around the country because this has been done a lot in California. I don't know if you knew this. People living off grid, they came out of nowhere and they started doing, well, no, I'm sorry, your electric, your outlets on your on your house isn't up to code. So and uh, I don't know what kind of construction this is, but you need to tear it down. Kinds of stuff like you're explaining makes no sense, like. Citing somebody to move their uh, water uh, reservoir because it's too close to to the road, but the road property easement, it's the person's property, so it's not too far. But I mean, they've been really running people off their property, and I and I think that's what. Well, I know that's what's happening here. I I don't know why they would waste this much time and money on something like this. I mean. <laughs> go go to the side of it. Does it look like a a, a garbage scout home? Uh, no, it doesn't. And I, you know, it just I mean, it looks like a you would expect a mobile home to look. It's you know, we take care of the yard and stuff, keep our grass cut. Uh, we don't have piles of trash laying around everywhere. Before we moved in here, this lot was a huge, grown up, uh, just field full of weeds, basically. You couldn't even walk through here because uh, the weeds and the brush was so high. I had to have it bush hogged before we could even move the house in here. And, you know, again, uh, you can't even see our property. You have to literally, because we're at the very end of a dead-end road, and you have to go past where the road ends and literally trespass onto our property to even be able to see where our, where our house is. So I don't understand how, you know, they can make the argument 
that it has anything to do with the aesthetics of the property when no one can even see it. Um, you know, and, and again, they haven't tried to say that. They just say because it's a because it's a trailer. You know, it's not allowed to be here. And again, why? That's what, I, that's what I've been asking the whole time. Why? But no one's been able to tell me. Well, you paid your taxes. Now, how did they tax it? It's tax it as a home? Right, they tax it as a home. Well, that's proof right there to take the court with you. <laughs> and see, here's the... Here's it's kind of a... Um, like a, a paradox. Because if, as they say... If our house is a trailer or a vehicle and not a structure or a building or a home, then why do I need a building permit? I wouldn't, because you don't need a building permit to park an RV, do you? But if if we require a building permit, doesn't that make it a structure or a building? So they're trying to say, well, you don't have the, your building permit or whatever. You don't have this or that. But they won't issue us the permit because they say it's a trailer. But if it's a trailer, then it doesn't need a permit. <laughs> this is amusing. Uh, this actually sounds like uh, dealing with the government, that's my experience. Did this, uh, do you have any support from, from your neighbors and your local community? Uh, most of the people around here that we've talked to uh, do support us in our fight, probably because they're tired of being hassled by the, the city as well. You know, every time I go to uh, court with these people, I notice there's like a whole courtroom full of people there on just the most silliest, most ridiculous charges that they go around issuing people tickets for, you know, oh, your grass is, you know, you know a foot high or whatever, or... Your car has a flat tire on it. We've got to give you a ticket for that. Like, it really is stupid. You know, I think they just go around. And I'm pretty sure that's why they just came around and noticed that our house was here and just decided uh, to pick on us for this. Because, you know, I have tried to make the argument, well, they had no right to be here to begin with because I have a no trespassing sign up. But yet they came in the yard anyway and effectively conducted an illegal search of my property to even see that we were here. And according to them, if you read in the city code, it says, well, the zoning inspectors can go anywhere they want at any time. So basically, your Fourth Amendment right to be secure in your own home uh, from these people is completely irrelevant to them. They'll just come barge into your property whenever they feel like and issue you tickets and citations. Yeah, I, I don't know where they draw that power from. There's something to do with city charter uh, I don't know where they would get the power a police officer power to come on to private property and uh, what it says clearly no trespassing now I understand the argument they have to be able to go to assess the property for taxes buildings etc yeah, well make an appointment <laughs> if I have a building it's I'm not going to be able to hide it from you so it doesn't matter so uh, yeah, I don't think I don't really think they have that right. I think they abuse uh, abuse their power, and uh, and it, unfortunately, this is not an isolated incident. It's kind of a bizarre one, but it's it not really when you think of all the weird stuff they did to people in California. Already, they've been doing this stuff other places. I, the only thing I can think is Huntsville's hunting for money. Frankly, 
That's what it sounds like. Running around writing tickets for everything, every little thing to make money for the. Why? Because we're poor. Oh, let's go. Oh, most most likely, I think everything does come back to money. You know, money, business, infrastructure. Um, here, I'll give you a, a weird example that kind of puts this in perspective. There is a mobile home dealership in the middle of the city, right off the parkway, in the industrial district. Uh, so why are they allowed to have a dealership here selling mobile homes, and yet they tell me I'm not allowed to live in one? That doesn't make any sense. But again, because that's a business, they see them as you know generating revenue and give it, giving it to the city. But because I don't have a mortgage and I'm not hooked up to their utilities and stuff, and I own my property, I guess they see, well, I'm not giving them any money. I'm not helping them out anyway, so they got to get rid of me. Can't have other people uh, not hooking up to the utilities and not giving them money. Well, it's it's a big incident here was to push his agenda, green agenda, and you're living green in Hudsonville, Alabama, and they're trying to stop you. Right. They <laughs> they literally told us that you know having solar panels is not good enough. That's not allowed. It's not approved. And they say that it's not a permanent source of power. Um, I'm pretty sure the sun is a permanent source of power. You know, since we've been here, I, the power in the surrounding neighborhood has, has been out at least three or four times, I know. And uh, when the – so the news people came out here and they did an article about us. Well, one of the very next articles or one of the previous articles that they had written on their page was about Huntsville still recovering from rash of power outages about how they're still trying to get the power back on at the hospital and all this stuff. And then there was another article about, you know, city asking citizens to conserve water or whatever because they were saying that their water table was low or something like that. We have all of our own water. We have all of our own power. Uh, you can't depend on the city to provide all these things for you. It's good to have independence, or it's good to at least have a backup plan, even if you do use their utilities. But according to them, that's that's illegal. You know, when the first time that they came out here, they had left me a notice while while I was gone to work and I wasn't here. And someone had come out and left a notice saying, like, stop work. The, the following permits are required. You know, it said a building permit and electrical permit. Well, at that time, I didn't even – we hadn't moved in yet, and I, had, I hadn't even gotten my uh, – my solar panels like hooked up to the house. They were sitting out there in the yard, but they weren't hooked up to anything. And I had a generator uh, that we were using for when we were here, and it had an extension cord running inside. Well, do I need an, an electrical permit to run a generator? You know, according to them, if a citizen wants to have something for backup, uh, you have to get a permit for that. You know, you're not allowed to run a generator without getting our approval, regardless of whether your power's out or not. So it's just it's completely absurd. Those are good articles. Is there any way uh, you can access types of those articles where they're not having water? Because that'd be a, that'd be a nice thing to bring to court with you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. If they would if they would listen to our argument, which last time they wouldn't listen to anything I was trying to say, they basically just said, "Oh, you're guilty. Shut up. You know, go home." Uh, so hopefully, when we get to the circuit court level, they'll be forced 
actually listen to us and forced to allow us to submit our evidence because we had taken uh, photos of all these other places in the city. There's a lot of businesses that operate out of uh, manufactured homes. And there's also a lot of people within the city that are already living in manufactured homes. And I, you know, I had my pictures and I said, well, look, all these places are inside the city and they're allowed to operate. And uh, the judge said, well, Mr. Truett, we're not here to talk about what you think might be other violations of this ordinance. We're here to talk about what you're doing wrong. So they wouldn't even allow us to present our evidence or listen to anything that we had to say. And, you know, they pretty much just were completely dismissive of of our rights and our arguments and stuff and then just said guilty, you know. So that's really what we're dealing, get, dealing with. Are you are you better process? Are you representing yourself? Uh, yes, sir, we are at this time. We we talked to an attorney. We have an attorney lined up that's going to go to court with us when we get to the circuit court. And uh, we had talked to him before, and he said, well, it kind of would be a waste for me to go to the municipal court with you because they're not going to give you a fair trial, which is what we already knew. Our attorney even knew that. He said, the city of Huntsville, you know, when you've got a judge and a prosecutor both paid by the city to find in favor of the city, how is that ever going to be a fair trial? It's not. They already, you know, they're there to collect revenue for the city. That's all their job is. They're not there to give you an actual trial. They're just there to take your money. That's all they're for. It's kind of a joke to even call him a judge. Is there could do I'm I'm sorry, Brian. You're breaking up. I can't. What was that again? Oh, great! I'm breaking up. <laughs> I said, "Is uh, uh, listeners can do to help you out?" Oh, well, you know what I've been asking people to do is just uh, call the city, call the city's representatives, and let them know how you feel about this situation. We've got to hold our city officials accountable for their actions. Um, you know, and it, even if you don't live in Huntsville. Uh, well, call them, call them anyway, or call your own, call your own local city, and make sure uh, to tell them that affordable housing and self-sustainability are not a crime. I don't know why they keep acting like it's a crime to live off grid or to have affordable housing that you own outright. Uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. How are you hurting anyone else? We're not. And for them to come and treat us like criminals just because we want to own our own home and we want to be uh, self-sustaining and have a green type of lifestyle, you know, that's that's completely ridiculous. There's other problems that, that they really need to worry about. We're not even a problem. Like I said, who are we hurting? Well, uh, I'm sorry you're in this situation. I, I hope you keep in touch with us and uh, get us an update after you go to circuit court. Uh, I'd be interested. We went over. I'm sorry about that. Tyler, I appreciate your service, and I'm sorry for what Huntsville is doing. Well, thank you for having us on, Brian. Hopefully, uh, with the support of of your listeners and everyone else around the country, we'll be able to get this resolved in a uh, with an outcome that's uh, good for not only for us but for every American that will set a precedent uh, the the government can't just infringe on your basic God-given liberties. That's right, and if the if there's enough of us that are saying it, they tend to they tend to listen. 
thank you very much, sir, and uh, God bless and Godspeed. Thank you, Brian. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.